Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Playoffs? 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 Playoffs. I don't even know what playoffs are. I really hope you do, because uh, <laughs> after this week, we are entering the first week of the playoff regular season. I mean, of course, it depends how your league format is formatted, but I mean, you got to get ready. You got to get excited. You got to get a little antsy. This is where the juice comes in, and uh, it just reminds me of what the great Jim Mora said. Playoffs? Crunch time. It's crunch time. That's it. You know, it's win or lose. Clutch or kick, you know, when you're playing Call of Duty and you're in Search and Destroy or, you know, you're in like a War Zone Battle Royale type game and you're the only one alive and there's two enemy teams left and you're going for the win, you know, you clutch it or you get kicked. That's what happens. Or you just die. Or you just, exactly. Like Ronnie. Die. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, different topic? Different topic. Oh, different okay. time. My bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this was a wild week. It was a fun week. People would went off. Tyreek Hill, Derrick Henry, and some people just threw duds, especially if you're a Broncos wide receiver. That was a happened, quarterback. Yeah, it happened to be a quarterback. I mean, brutal uh, negative points in certain league formats, if you, especially if you took minus points for sacks. All of them. I think every format was negative. He threw, really? he threw one interception, zero completions. Uh, only one? Are you sure only one? There's one or two. I think two. And then, I mean, two right there is negative four. And then he completed rushed, one pass. And rushed for a little bit. Like five yards? Yeah. It's a little bit, <laughs> you know. Yeah, completed so, one pass. So negative three brutal. points is probably what you're running. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were chasing the potential of having a QB in the wide yeah. receiver slot. I did it. That was it. Was a horrible decision. I did I, it. I, it, I, it, I, it. It did. It did backfire drastically. I I tried getting myself to do that. I just couldn't do it. It's a horrible matchup. First of all, let's, yes. Let's start with that. It's a horrible matchup. But I'm doing pretty well in those leagues. I risk it for the biscuit, and it didn't work. Didn't worry. I don't know. I, what did you expect starting a Broncos quarterback or Broncos wide receiver in the quarterback position? I mean, against the Saints, what did you expect to happen? That he all of a sudden just became magical and threw for three touchdowns against the top five defense? I was throwing a Hail Mary at, with like one second left in the beginning of the game. <laughs> <laughs> one second and left it got in picked. the beginning of the game. <laughs> one second left in the beginning of the game, got picked, and went to the house. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately. And then I tried it again. Oh, yeah. At the end of the game. Yeah, okay. You know. I mean, unfortunately, because of Thanksgiving weekend and somebody leaving the area, we couldn't record an episode to warn you guys to not do it. But if you followed us on social media, you would have found that out. And then hopefully you guys wouldn't have done it because uh, it's just not the best idea to do that. It definitely didn't work out for anyone. It definitely didn't work out. (laughs) I mean, let's face it. You subbed out Allen Robinson. I did. Or him. I, I saw did. that. It you was think pretty, I was gonna it, go unnoticed. It was, it was pretty funny, to be honest. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. You kind of, I, oh. I know you. And then in, that in, in one of my uh, dynasty leagues, I, I picked him up, and I was, I was gonna do it anyways. But he's like, oh, you gotta do it. Like right when I picked him, he's like, you have to do it. It's gonna be pretty. You gotta do it. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll risk it. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was like, I literally texted in the group message. It's probably not gonna go well, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I know, I know. In the first league, the one I was talking about, you clinched playoffs, so it was just kind of for fun type thing. But 
Still stupid. You need to, it's it's called the placements. You need to you need to get the get the good seating. I think you're a little salty about it. Uh, I'm not really. That salty. Did you need me to win? No, I don't need you to win. You didn't no, need me to I win. I need you to win. You handled it. I, I handled my business. Is what yeah, I would, do. Would you have made playoffs if I won? Was there collusion? Did you ever yes, think of that? That is collusion. You think it's collusion? Yeah, us talking about this. You think it's collusion? collusion? Oh, yeah. We can't talk about this. this discussion oh. is over. But of course, we got a wonderful. Hilarious! No, not hilarious. We're not funny people at all. Uh, episode of Top Tier Tactics. If you guys didn't know, I am Natter alongside Bud. Of course, we got the NFL headlines for you. We got a bunch of little stupid segments, and then of course the waiver wire. God, period. NFL headlines. So Will Fuller, who's been having a monstrous season, and uh, I think the beginning of the year I said he was going to be a star is born caliber player and he's killing it he was killing it until he was killing something else until he was killing those peds peds those performance enhancing drugs we don't know what the drug is it could be weed uh, isn't weed legal for nfl N- right now no, no? I, don't, I don't no it can't no, because all the so. states aren't there yeah, I, I don't know I it'll be so. interesting it'll be interesting but i'm pretty sure weed's not a six game right off the bat is it i unless it's a multiple i don't know if he's mm. offended this thing uh, offended the multiple offense yeah multiple Multiple offenses there we go okay (laughs) Uh, i mean uh will fuller we were surprised to see him healthy this whole year and get congratulations to himself he will be healthy the full year (laughs) considering he won't be playing not in a good way not in a good way but i mean uh, is that why he's been healthy all year i wouldn't be probably probably yeah probably uh i mean you got to get the moral victories where you can so him being healthy regardless of playing or not it's still a victory. You got to chalk one up for him. And uh, unfortunately, he'll be missing the last, first two games of the first NFL season or next year's NFL season. Sorry. And uh, it's too bad. It'll hurt his draft stock a little bit, which will be fine because I'll be taking him considering I think he's a great football player. I think he's going to be a stud as long as uh, him and Deshaun Watson are on that football team. Uh, unless they get a coach and screw them over. B.O.B. <laughs> Adam Gase. So oh, what's the chances Adam Gase goes to the Texans? Oh, my God. If he's gone from the Jets, I don't think he goes to another team, to be honest. He goes to another team. You think he does? He goes to another team. We've seen stupider coaches get stupider jobs. I don't think so, but Jets are probably uh, your call is my assumption. Jets. I mean, Texans are probably yeah, your call thank is, you. is thank my you. assumption. Can you, can but you I, me I, for a second? I, I don't think it's going to happen. You don't think? He's, so you, don't, you just don't think he gets fired? At this point, no. No. Uh, or they're going to wait until the end of the year. Well, speaking of coaches getting fired, Matt Fat Trisha. Thank God. On the Lions, he is officially gone. I'm a little surprised by this move. I know people didn't necessarily like him, but he's your boss. You're not necessarily supposed to like your boss. I mean, if you do, that's just a cool situation. Do you hate in. your boss? He's a he's a he's a female dog, if sounds, I could say. Sounds sounds about right. Yeah, he's a female you know? dog. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I pre- I appreciate that. Yeah, that means got, a lot got, to me. Uh, you know? a, yeah, I'm sure it means a lot to you. So I mean, if that's the reason why, I think that's a little soft. I'll be honest. He could be a good coach. He could be a bad coach. If you just don't like your coach, and that's the reason why he got fired, that's a little soft in my opinion. But uh, what was his record? It wasn't good. Thirteen but, and like thirty four, something, something like that. Yeah, but see, see, this was the issue with me, right? Mm-hmm. He he had a pencil on his uh, on his ear, right? Every single time, every single game, right? Mm-hmm. He had a pencil over here, yeah. correct? You're following me? Yep, I'm yeah, following you. His play call sheet was laminated. He can't write with a pencil. 
That's my issue there. Is he intelligent at all? <laughs> I don't know. Is he intelligent? That's for a debate for another time. But I'm just saying that just it just doesn't match. It doesn't work. He's trying to play mind it. games. He's trying to play mind games right there uh, like with the other coach, you know? It's like I don't even need to write on this. I can act like I'm writing on Yeah, just, clearly. Like, so it, it was one or two things. One, he didn't take notes throughout the game, didn't make any after halftime adjustments. Because, I mean, how could you do that if you're not taking notes? Or two, he just wore the pencil on his ear to look cool. He looked cool? He, he, looked, he looked like he knew he what he was doing. He looked dope. He looked like he knew what he was doing. So, I mean, he passed the eye test. If you're playing Moneyball or if you read the book or the movie and all that good stuff, then he would have passed the test. But uh, his record did not pass. And, uh, unfortunately, the Lions are looking for a new coach. Adam Gase? Just stop. No. Please, every landing please. spot, every vacancy is a landing spot for Adam Gase. I hope not. How great would that be? Come on, him and Matthew Stafford, and then he could throw Matthew Stafford under the bus. And then, so remember when he uh, said he lost play calling duties, or he gave up his play calling duties? Yeah. He said that he regained them, and then they lost. And then after the pros, the post conference, he said he didn't have play calling duties. <laughs> <laughs> so he threw everybody under the bus, except he just kind of snitched himself out. Sound, sounds about. Yeah, right. it, was, it was great. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was. It, yeah. it was a fun time. Unbelievable. Uh, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, I feel so bad for you right now. Oh, my God. Uh, Dalvin Cook, speaking of actual fantasy players, Dalvin Cook is uh, not expected to miss some time. Uh, I've heard this story a whole lot, especially from people like Christian McCaffrey, not expected to miss some time. All of a sudden, they missed seven games. Uh, Aaron Jones said his calf injury was not serious, not expected to miss time. Ended up missing almost three weeks. Uh, I I think Dalvin Cook is out a week at least. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Okay, yeah, and we'll have to just wait and see. I mean, same goes with Josh Jacobs, right? Josh Jacobs with his ankle sprain. He says that he could play. Do I believe him? Not really. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. Of course, we're going to be talking all about that. So let's talk about some Ravens. Let's talk okay. about some Steelers. Their game got pushed back. I think every commissioner in the league should be putting out in the group chat, in the waiver chat, or whatever you guys call it in the league chat. And it says you should have your, you should have a backup player that you have designated, and uh, you can keep your regular starter in the lineup on the Ravers or the Steelers. And then if it gets canceled, you know you have your little designated player that the commissioner can go in and manually insert the points. I mean, good commissioners, good should should have done that a, a while ago. Because at this point, you don't really have any options. You, who are you going to say? Someone on your bench that got the highest points? You have to be able to See, specifically designate. You, you had to, well, at this point, it's too late. It's too late to do. You should have done it on Monday or Tuesday of last week. In that range, because all the games have played. You know what points you got for your bench spot. Yep. So, I mean, it's a good thing to think about if it happens again this year, but uh, I think we missed that boat or they missed that boat. They missed that boat. A bad commissioner missed that boat. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I mean, because of the games getting pushed back, that means people like JK Dobbins and Mark Ingram, they're eligible to come back. So if they test positive, test negative, sorry, if they test negatives from uh, which were on today, Monday, and then tomorrow, Tuesday, and of course, Wednesday, the, the pregame day, uh, they'll be eligible to play. A lot of people spent a lot of fab on Gus Edwards. Probably yeah. the whole season worth of fad. 
that suck. That's brutal. That's brutal. Uh, you you potentially could lose your season because the NFL mismanaged the COVID situation. I which which we could talk about for a really long time because I think you're salty. I I think yeah, I'm a little. I'm not like salty, but I'm like salty. How, How salty are you? On a scale of one to ten, yeah, uh, Dead Sea salty. Oh really? Yeah, hmm. not not like Epsom salt salty, but like Dead Sea salty. Does that make sense? Dead Sea Salty is very salty. It's like the most saltiest it's, place in the world. Yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty much Epson. Yeah, next to you playing Warzone, but that's a different story for it's, a different it's, it's, time. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I would argue that I'm more salty. Yeah, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. I mean, as Ronnie drives into a helicopter, uh, into a, you know? Hey, you know? We, don't, we don't talk about him on the podcast. He doesn't deserve that. Wow. So, I, I mean, the, the Ravens should have been forced to play. The Broncos, they got forced to play. Yeah, the Niners, that was, that they was got brutal. forced to play. I mean, uh, why this favoritism that got played out is 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 beyond my control, beyond my understanding, and it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, they they should have been forced to play, and if they had an outbreak, that's their fault. It's not every other NFL team's fault. It's their fault. They mismanaged themselves. They screwed themselves over. So, are we putting Pittsburgh Steelers in danger? Yes. It is is the whole thing. Yeah, you're putting everybody in danger. You're pushing back every... No, no, no. I'm talking about if the Ravens are playing against Pittsburgh without having a four-day lapse period of making sure other people are not tested, could that potentially be the reason? Yeah. Okay. I mean... Of pushing it back. You get yeah, what I'm saying, though. Right? I, I, get, okay. I get it. Why? But if you test positive, that's it. You're not playing. Yeah. And... Uh, that's what should have happened for the Ravens because it's not like it's any other team's fault. It's your fault. You went out. You probably didn't. I don't know if you wore a mask or not. You did something. You contracted it. You were not supposed to be out. You're supposed to be indoors. You're supposed to be quarantining yourself. You're supposed to be in a specific bubble, sort of say. And they didn't do that, and it's their fault. And now the whole NFL is dealing with your consequences from you being able to mismanage your actions. You seem saltier than me playing Warzone. No, I'm just saying. I'm just straight. You just facts. seem a little salt. You I'm just, just spitting. You got facts. a lot of salt on you right I'm now. I'm just spitting facts. This is facts. Keep on going. And uh, I, I just think it's really stupid that the NFL is just allowing this to happen. They're allowing themselves to screw over every single week after that. If the Ravens lose, they lose. That's their fault. They should have done better. I mean, it's the NFL. It's the NFL. The backup should be just as com- uh, competent, if not more competent, than the starter. And uh, they should have been able to have next man up. And provide a game for us on Sunday. It should have been a Thursday just, night game. Just throw a wide receiver at quarterback. It works. The NFL made that happen, and uh, I don't understand why they made that happen while making another one not happen. Uh, that's uh, that's enough on that subject. I don't want to talk about it too much. I just think it's really stupid how they just straight up played favoritism in in favor of uh, the cover of Madden Twenty One compared to the Denver Broncos. I think that is really stupid. On some good news, though, DJ Moore, his x-rays came up negative, and he potentially could play after the bye. It's a good sign. It's a very good sign, especially when he went down on a non-contact injury. Usually when that happens, everybody just goes, okay, ACL, he's done for the year. And with how late in the year it is for his ACL, that could have inched into the regular season. Uh, I mean, if you uh, want to talk about elite wideouts, Tavon Austin, he signed to the Packers. <laughs> so uh, I think the Aaron Rodgers need of having elite wide receivers, it got fulfilled now. 
I don't know why he's complaining anymore. He should just stop. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think they need Devontae Adams anymore either. He, he might as well be dropped. I, <laughs> I don't think any team needs him. Bruce Arian says Ronald Jones needs to have 20 touches per game. I think after his amazing hurdle for a touchdown to really save the Buccaneers from absolute embarrassment uh, Sunday afternoon for the uh, Chiefs game, I think that's great. I think he should be getting as much touches as possible. Fournette is not the answer. Fournette's just but, trash. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't garbage. think Ronald Jones is a long-term answer either, but he's playing a lot better. He's, he's a whole you know? lot better than whatever option they can have. Daniel Jones... Had a hamstring injury. Luckily, it wasn't that serious, but he's probably going to be missing a week or two. I think uh, that's probably the best case scenario when you go down pulling your hamstring as worse as possible like he was. Uh, the Niners, they no longer have home games. They're going to play in the Cardinal Stadium thanks to uh, Santa Clara Protocol of them canceling every single uh, type of sport, not just NFL. I think that's probably for the best. Yeah. Granted, the California, they have the least amount of breakouts percentage, so to say. They're trying to be as cautious as possible. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't blame them for it. It's just uh, it definitely sucks for the Niners. They, they're getting handed uh, bad, bad hands all the time right now. I mean, first forcing to play after a bunch of COVIDs and then uh, not having a stadium to having half their team on the IR. Other than that, uh, I mean, if you played... Any type of Falcons running back, like uh, what's Brian his name? Hill? Yeah, Brian Hill. You Edo definitely, Smith. Were di- yeah, Edo Smith. You were definitely disappointed. They, yeah. Which I mean, I feel like you kind of should have expected that. Their disappointments in general. But other than that, do you have anything else for the NFL headlines for us? No, I think we covered everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think we nailed it. Ready to get it into our favorite segment? Oh yeah. All right. Waiver wire god. Kiki QT, the QD pie that is Kiki. I mean, he was getting targets before Will Fuller, you know, of course, got announced his suspension. So he's going to file in in his place, especially with Kenny Stills being released just before Sunday. They just lost two wide receivers on that roster. So Kiki QT, he's just going to be elevated a little bit more. Uh, we know a couple years ago, QT actually had some fantasy football relevance due to injuries from Will Fuller, Hopkins, and all that good stuff. So Kiki QT, he 1% owned in fantasy leagues. And when you have somebody like Deshaun Watson just slanging the ball, who's on a massive hot streak, Kiki QT is going to be a valuable potential start in your roster when you're inching into those playoffs. You have flex value written all over him. Uh, he has the potential. Uh, I'm keeping him on the bench and waiting and seeing. Uh, Brandon Cooks is going to get the uptick there, and I would like to see what happens with Kiki before playoffs start. Before playoffs. Yeah, so I'm, I'll be watching week 13. So are you putting a waiver claim for him? No. Are you putting fab for him? Mm-mm. No? No, unless you're in dire need, I'm I'm not. If you're I'm a Will Fuller away. owner yeah. and your other option is Sterling Shepard, I feel like you can find some other options on the waiver wire. Other than that, um, I would hope you have better options. But Give I'm, me an I'm, option. Uh, Debo came back. He's he's doing pretty good. Um, would you feel comfortable with like a Hunter Renfro or Nelson Aguilar? I would feel much more comfortable with Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, okay. But I personally really like Nelson Aguilar. Speaking of, how'd the Raiders do? Oh my God! It was brutal. It was embarrassing. It was so bad. So so I hate the Raiders, right? Yeah. 
I couldn't watch that game. It was, it, it was bad. It was brutal. I got, I got, I got it. It was that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was very funny. Thank you. You yeah, liked it? It's it was so pretty good, good huh? So good. It went over your it head was, for a It was second. bad. It was bad. Uh, it's a Derek Carr we know and love, but that offense in general just it, it, looked feel, flat. Like, they didn't even want to show up. Did, it, it was Was brutal. it a preparation thing? Did they just look unprepared? I think so. Honestly, I, I do. Did the hype get to them a little bit? After, after I hope take, there's you, no hype. You, you like, take I out mean, the Chiefs. You almost beat them. You take out the Saints. You have a winning record. You're in the hunt for playoff for wild card. I think the Chiefs game, the Saints game, took a lot out of them in general. Uh-huh. I, I think those were two really hard games to play, and maybe it caught up to them now, or maybe that's an excuse. But they were not ready to play, and that was obvious. W- w- did they maybe uh, underestimate the Falcons? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, maybe. I think I think it was a little underestimation, maybe. and I, th- I think it was just. It was horrible. I think they need to get a little bit more pressure on the quarterback. I think the issue is they just don't have a pass rush right now. They had a couple injuries. I think I saw uh, a couple of people leaving the game early, yeah. especially corner, on the defensive side. Uh, yeah, Arnett, our uh, first-round corner, went out uh-huh. pretty early. Yes. Um, it was not a good situation. And uh, but moving forward. One positive from the game is that Josh Jacobs is not seriously hurt. Even though I do not expect him to play in this game, Devonte Booker, nine percent owned in Yahoo leagues. How much fab are you putting into Devonte Booker? If you're a Josh Jacobs owner, um, I'm going to go after him and make sure I get him. If if you just have fab, in case, if you have fab, you better put it all in Devonte Booker. That's it. I mean, if you're going to playoff hunt and you need a must win and you need to solidify that running back spot because it's very hard, I could definitely understand that. Mm -hmm. Because right now, your best options are Cam Akers, who is in a trio of running backs, who happened to only break one log one. Other than that, he really didn't do anything against the Niners. Uh, He got stuffed after stuffed after stuffed, and then he was able to break a big gain, and then all of a sudden that raised his uh, fantasy value. Uh, Or Frank Gore, who's getting 20 touches a game, who had, I believe, Two catches, even himself, who put up 10 fantasy points in half PPR leagues. So, I mean, uh, it's not like Devontae Booker is the best option. Or do you disagree with me? I mean, I think if if Josh Jacobs doesn't play, I think he's a very good option. I think he's the best running back option that you're going to be able to get for sure. I I think the issue is, is that we've been over this road a few times. Chris Carson's gotten hurt. And then all of a sudden, we, uh, people would tell everybody, grab Carlos Hyde. And then Carlos Hyde... Uh, has been playing well. He has been playing well, yeah. but this is the one week that Carlos Hyde has played when Chris Carson was out. Last time, Chris Carson, you know, we saw his that little dirty tackle, but it turns out Chris Carson didn't even miss a game. A lot of people spent fab. So what are you saying? Uh, I think you gritty. should be wary. Because if Josh Jacob plays, or even plays 40% of the time, Booker's probably not fantasy relevant. Yeah, it's going to be hard for him to be fantasy. Though. Exactly. So but if if Jacobs does not play at all, then uh, you're going you're going with the volume. Yeah. Exactly. Then he's a uh, volume based RB two. Absolutely. But but the issue is, is if you're going to spend your fab or your waiver claim, you got to get something out of it. If Do- you are the Josh Jacobs owner and you are getting something out of it, you are for sure being able to get somebody to be able to start in your running back spot. Running backs are very hard to come by right now. It, what, it is pretty brutal. What if you're not a Josh Jacobs owner? I mean, I'm going to spend a whole bunch of fab. If, with the news coming out that he is potentially going to be able to play and it looks good, I'm not spending a massive amount of fab for him. I'll probably spend, depends how much I have, 10, 
twenty fab. I mean, you only have one, four weeks left technically. Uh, if you make to the cha- if you make to the championship, yes, yeah. So I mean, chances are, you probably don't have too much fab left over right now. No, probably not. And if you if you have fab, I think you should put it down for Devonte Booker. It's not like it carries over. Yeah, it doesn't carry over. And the worst thing that could happen is that you hold on to Booker and then you have a solid handcuff just in case Josh Jacobs does get him down because his injury list is getting a little bit more serious every, every week. It turns out he's just not practicing ends up being a questionable game time decision plays. And then the cycle rinses and repeats. Eventually it's going to catch up to him and he's just not going to play. But Devonte Booker, I mean, not Devonte Booker, sorry. <laughs> Debo Samuel. You're cutting that part out by the way. No. Oh, am I? No, yeah. no, no, yeah, no. You are. I'm keeping yeah. it yeah. solid, crisp, clear. No. Yep. Uh, Debo Samuel owned in 50, 56% of leagues, which is a lot higher than I anticipated. Uh, he, he played a monsters game against the Rams. He came up clutch. And when he's there, the Shanahan offense is just a whole lot better. And it shows Debo Samuel. He breaks the long game. He is able to rush the ball. He is able to catch. He runs crisp routes and, uh, he's run in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Like I just said, so if you are the number one receiver on a Kyle Shanahan offense, you're just going to be immensely productive. And uh, Debo Samuel's in that spot, and he's owned in only 50, 56% of leagues. He's the type of player I'd put a waiver claim on. Okay. He's the type of player I would put Fab on because the Niners, while they are not in playoff uh, in the playoff standings right now, they are in the playoff hunt, especially after beating the Rams. When you beat the Rams, it says, hey, I can win some games. So they're going to be trying to win some games, which means Debo Samuel is going to be put in a lot of positions to make some plays. As long as he's healthy. As long as he's healthy. That's the only yeah, issue. I mean, it's been a brutal year for him. He has not been healthy 50% of the year. Yeah, uh, he hurt one hamstring. He you came know. back. He hurt his other hamstring, and he left, and now he's back again. So uh, he, he has hamstring issues. There's no doubt about that. But Obviously, the Rams was the biggest game of this year. For them, yes. You know, uh, I mean, 13 targets is an awesome feat. Obviously, without George Kittle, they're going to be looking for someone. Debo seems like it's going to be that guy. Hopefully, it continues, but it does make me a little wary that he had his career day. Am I going to see him being healthy? Is this all I'm? Is this the max I'm going to get from him? Yeah, I mean, what, what did he have? He had 13 catches, 13, 13 targets, 11 receptions, 133 yards, 103 yards, great, and a touchdown. Great day, no touchdown, no touchdown, no touchdown, no touchdown. So let's see, half point PPR. That's about 18 points. Yeah. It's a great day. It's a great day. Uh, I mean, it adds a touchdown. You had a phenomenal day. So yeah, and I mean, he played. He got 15 points when he played the Rams last last time. Mm-hmm. So a- anything other than that, I mean, New England was 9.7. He hasn't really done anything other than those two games. Well, he hasn't and been. He's healthy. been very healthy, but when he has been, uh, Miami was three, Philadelphia was six. I'm not saying he's a league winner. I'm just saying he would be a good flex spot is what I would feel comfortable with him. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I do think he's not necessarily necessarily a league winner. I think he's definitely a viable starter. And at this point of the year, uh, you know, like Bud, you just said earlier, your fab doesn't roll over. Your waiver claim doesn't roll over. Might as well get somebody you can actually put in your lineup and feel pretty comfortable about. Uh, the next guy I want to talk about is his uh, his. His apprentice. His apprentice. Oh, his apprentice. Brandon Ayuk. I can't believe it. Seventy-one percent owned in Yahoo leagues. 
I think IR helps that a lot too. The IR definitely spots yeah, yeah, that yeah. a lot. Yes. So I mean, he's in the COVID protocol, so he's not injured. He's in the COVID protocol, which mm-hmm. means uh, chances are you can grab him, put him in your IR spot, and then you can even pick up somebody else after that. Specifically, especially because he can go in your COVID IR slot. Uh, Brandon, Ike, he is. Uh, a lot of people know him from his uh, Monday night game against the Eagles, where he hurdled an opponent for a touchdown. And uh, Kyle Shanahan thinks. And has said he could be the number one receiver. So that means that he's going to be consistently trying to find ways to get Brandon Ayuk the ball. And uh, when you have a cool name like Brandon Ayuk, you just got to be on a fantasy roster. Am I right? It's a great name. It's a great name. Like, like say he does something cool. You could be like, are you kidding me? Dang. See, that you, was pretty good, huh? You're clever, That was huh? pretty good, huh? You're clever. That was, that was pretty good, huh? That was, like, that was, that was pretty good. I'm proud yeah, like, of you. Are you kidding me? Like, like I you you kidding me? Like, we, we it, got it just it. Works. We, got, we got we got it we got it, we got it. it, it rolls it rolls well it works and uh, I I think just for that reason alone he deserves to be on a roster spot but I mean talent <laughs> it's it's a close second but yeah you're, so you're not gonna start him he's gonna be on your bench right for now you're yes. you're gonna w- wait and see you don't want to risk that in beginning of playoffs uh, or your last week if it's a must win yeah he's not he's not going in me in a clutch dire situation. Unless he has, like, it's clear and obvious he is a heavily involved player in that offense. If he's getting six, seven targets per game, five catches, 80 yards, okay, then you can probably put him in your flex. If he's, you know, he's getting more, then uh, guess what? Galladay, he's still out. Uh, I mean, uh, Fuller, he's out. Uh, there, there's a whole lot of list of players. Chark, he's out. I mean, there's, there's a lot of players. DJ Moore, you know, we don't know. He's on a bye week regardless. If you're a, you know, on the, the Buccaneers, congratulations. There's four wide receivers that were startable. They're not even there. Gronkowski and all that good stuff. So, I mean, do you have you might have bye week issues this week considering it's week 12, but it's still going to be happening. Uh, Brandon Ike, you might have to fill in that spot for you in a desperate situation. Absolutely. Our next guy. Is that your boy, Cam Akers? I hate him. <laughs> that's, a, that's for a different story for a different time. <laughs> so Cam Akers, running back position right now is brutal. 29% owned. Uh, he was, he looked, he, he broke a long one. Let's let's say the least. He broke a long okay, one. Okay, he broke a long one. Only nine carries, 84 yards and touchdown. He, he, the only person who had more carries was Daryl Henderson. Do I feel comfortable with him? No. Is, is it a good bench stash? Potentially. Yes, but I'm not going to use any fab or wave wire on it. See, the the issue, because uh, running backs are so hard to come by, and starting and playable running backs are even harder to come by. Yeah, I, I feel like Cam Akers has a little bit more of a priority because of the potential of what he could be if he was a starting running back. Daryl Henderson, he got a lot of playing time, the most playing time, and then Cam Akers came in second, and then Malcolm Brown came in third. But the problem is, is usage is different week to week by the Rams, so unless there's an injury, chances are you're going to have a hard time justifying putting K-Makers in your starting lineup. But if that happens and does occur, which is likely to happen at some point in the year, I mean, Daryl Henderson is battling his own injury concerns as of right now, uh, you get yourself a solid RB2 with a lot of touchdown upside in that offense. Yeah, I could see it, bench stash, and then kind of go from there. Uh, When you're going into the playoffs, you'll take any advantage you can get and if you're able to create your own advantage, then you can't really say, oh, that was a luck-based championship. That was a skill-based championship because you were able to create your own opportunities. Uh, in a, another way you can massively create an opportunity is picking up the correct defense for that correct week. I mean, you could have put up the Cleveland 
uh, Browns defense who put up zero, Oof. or you could have been the Niners who put up 17, the Washington put up 15, the you know the Rams put up another 19, or uh, Green Bay with 17. Exactly, so on and so forth. Or you could pick up the Panthers who scored two touchdowns by themselves. Hmm. Uh, wow. The Chiefs defense would be a great one. As of right now, they play the Broncos next week. Uh, regardless of who's the quarterback or not, because I do expect and anticipate a Broncos quarterback to still be there or to be back. Uh, regardless, I think the Chiefs defense would be a very good play. I mean, they were able to definitely hamper and torture Tom Brady. I feel like they can do that to any quarterback that is especially named Drew Locke. I like it. So last but not least, My your boy. boy, Frank Gore, 25% owned. Like we said, I mean, Frank Gore is getting the carries. And uh, the Jets are the Jets. Do we think they're going to actually win a game? The Jets? No. There's no way. No way. There's no uh, way. When you have 18 carries, you're getting volume. You're a viable option. He should be on a roster right now, at least on your bench. And in a bind, you can definitely start him. Definitely start him. How do you feel? Yeah, I, I fully agree. He's the... Only person there with carries. He doesn't really have anybody to compete with carries. And it doesn't matter if he's not that great or not that old because volume creates fantasy points. And you might be an Adam Gase coach, but Frank Gore, he has proven that he can get fantasy points regardless of who's the coach considering uh, he's been doing it his whole career. He's made a living off just churning points out no matter what. I mean, what is that? He's yeah. a grinder. He's a football player. Yeah, he's, he's just, just a grinder. He's just he's just through and through a football player, grinder, whatever you want to call it. 18 rushes, 74 yards, three catches for 12. I mean, yeah, the catches and the yards weren't that great, but that's PPR points that you got for free. Yeah, absolutely. Any, any Is that it? Anything else to add for you? Uh, I want to go over a quick couple of defenses. Let's hear it. I mean, right now, New York Giants. Okay. They, they might have to go with Colt McCoy, and if that's the case, congratulations to the Houston defense. I don't know how comfortable you feel with that. Houston defense is pretty bad, but, uh, I mean, when you have a backup quarterback, it's so, a good Sorry, option. I, I fat-fingered that one. It is not Houston oh, defense. Oh, did you? Oh, it okay. is, uh, yes. Uh, next game is Seattle defense. Would you oh, pick okay. up the Seattle defense to go against the New York Giants? You can definitely this argue, is, make the, that argument. But Seattle defense is not good. No, but anytime you have a backup quarterback, you could definitely make that argument. There's going to be mistakes made. Okay, so the New York Jets. Oh, sorry. What's going on? What's so going New, on here? The New York Jets. Okay. Play Seattle. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. A lot of New York's going on right now. New York Jets play Seattle. Yeah. So you, you're starting the Seattle defense against the New York Jets. You can make you you can definitely make that argument. It's a really good matchup. Do you think you're going to get a massive amount of points? Is Sam Darnold going to be back? Is Flacco going to be the guy? Frank Gore seems like he's running the ball a decent amount. It's a good option. It's probably a top 10 option. Are you okay? Do you need a hug right now? You seem like you're you're a disaster. What What's going on? Let me, oh, let's hear it. I just pulled the Pablo. Like, I completely it. mixed them up. Okay, like, so so who who are we talking here? Okay. Let's start it from scratch. Start here. from scratch. Start here, from you, scratch. You're gonna have to start. This I part. am not cutting this you're out. Cutting this part, I'm right? not cutting this. You're cutting this juicy, part out. juicy no, stuff no, no, out no. here. You're cutting, you're cutting this go, part. go. So the New York Jets are playing the Las Vegas Raiders. Good lord, you are so off. I know I'm off. Are That's you okay, why. dude? Do you need a moment? 
Uh, you, the problem is, is that, you know, in Yahoo, you have to type in you in order to get the defenses. And then, like, there's, like, three different news out there, four different news, New Orleans, New York, New England, and New York again. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of reading. And we know I don't do good with that. Yeah. And then the New York Giants play Seattle. So, I mean, I just want to list them out as they're both potential pickups. Okay. I don't know if I'd spend a waiver claim or fab on either of them. Okay. Uh, but I just I just want to list it out there for potential people. New Orleans Saints. They play Atlanta, and they absolutely decimated Atlanta, Atlanta last time they played. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't expect them to be rostered or be able to grab them. They are considered a owned in nine, 97% of leagues. Yeah. But it's definitely worth mentioning the New York Jets. Uh, I mean, not the New York Jets and all that good stuff. Okay. Yeah, I mean... I'm very disappointed you fat fingered everything. It's, <laughs> you know, does it make you sad? No, you know, it's just, it's how the cookie crumbles. You fat finger it, you miss say it, you mispronounce it, and then you look like an idiot. It's what you do. I love it. You know, I might be a fat finger who just mispronounces everything, but guess what? I give a good fantasy advice. I give correct fantasy advice. Okay. So it doesn't matter. Okay. What else? What else you got? Okay, so I want to talk about uh, Brashad Perriman while we're still on the Jets. 12% owned. He has been a solid target for the Jets. I mean, he's been killing it. I mean, eight targets, four receptions, 79 yards. That was just last week. That was last game, yeah. Last week. Let's talk about the the week before that, where he had seven targets, five receptions for 101 yards and two touchdowns. And then let's talk about the week before that, where he went against the Chargers. He had two uh, receptions, 54 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he, he's been putting up fantasy points of 26 and a half, 14 and a half, and then 10. And he goes against the Las Vegas Raiders that have unfortunately a little bit of a decimated secondary. Yeah. Sean I Perriman. mean, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a good option with a great matchup. Did you, did you see Darius Slay just try to fight Metcalf? No, it, it was, it was pretty entertaining. Slay, no. just, just get in your corner. Hey, Mac, don't talk Mac, about Slay like that. Metcalf will eat you for breakfast. No, then. no, don't talk about him like that. Metcalf will eat him for no, breakfast. No, don't talk about him like that. You like Darius Slay? No, I don't. What team? What team did you play for last year? <laughs> the Lions. There you go. You nailed it. I'm so thank proud you, of you. Thank you. Thank I'm so you. proud I, of you. I, I, I know my cornerbacks. <laughs> so last player that I want to go over is Cole Beasley. Okay. Fifty-eight percent owned, and every single time John Brown is not playing, he absolutely goes off. Let me let me read his stat lines for let's, you. Let's hear it. I want to okay, hear. Okay. So I, uh, I you know I'll just read his whole year stat lines, and I'll be surprised that he's not picked up in a lot of leagues. So eight and a half, nine and a half. 13, 10.7, 8.3, 12.5, 16.7. And then he had a little rough game. This is where John Brown comes back. 3.4, 5.4, and then uh, 22 and a half. And then, of course, the bye week. And then last week against the Chargers, 10.3. Nice. He, he averages 11 points when John Brown's not there. It's not bad. That's that's really good. I don't understand why he's only rostered in fifty eight percent of leagues. It's not the prettiest thing. It's not it's not handsome. No, you know it's it's, it's definitely not the beauty. He is definitely the beast, but he's gonna get you the job done. Last week, it was a little rough though. Four targets, two receptions, twenty five yards. It took so a, you, it took him throwing a touchdown pass. Okay, so are you are you thinking he's going to for sure? You can start him next week. He's is, is that how you're feeling? I am starting him. How about that? Okay. I, I have him. I started him this week last week. I'm happy with his production. I'm starting him again. Okay. Okay. 
Sounds good. I'm not going to argue with you there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was a good one. You like yeah. that one? That yeah. was a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. Okay. There we go. All righty. So that wraps up this episode of Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy listening to me babble on, argue, yell, mm-hmm. complain, cry, and then mispronounce everything, make sure to hit that follow button. If you want to check out our YouTube channel, check it out at Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football. I am Nat alongside Bud. Bud, you got a send off for everybody? Good luck. Hopefully no one else gets hurt. And uh, Wednesday will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too.